You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Packernet After Dark. We've only had one person come in and uh, correctly name one of the movies that this comes from, by the way. These are all movies. And um, only The Shining has been named. I'm trying to make an urgent phone call up there. That is The Shining. So if you know any of the others, pretty popular movies, uh, drop it in there. Anyways, you know what this is. You know how this works. You guys call in. I play the calls. And uh, then I regret playing the calls. Take a moment to regroup and contemplate what I've done with my life. And then try to my best to answer the questions that you pose to me. If they are, in fact, questions which is entirely up to you because you guys do whatever you want. That has become abundantly clear since day one. So why don't we go ahead and kick this thing off and find out what the first caller has to say for us today. First caller, what do you have to say for Hi. us today? Hey, this is a representative from Subway, and I'm just wondering if uh, we could do some advertisement on your show. Uh, yeah, well, we want someone who's a big fan of us, somebody yep. who loves our sandwiches. And uh, we th- we're, we're hoping you're the right candidate. you got a wide audience of... Packers fans, Huge. mostly from Wisconsin, yeah. and they're probably bad people. Wow. Good could use a sub out again. Wow. Anyway, yeah. Subway, eat fresh. Eat, we're going to eat so fresh together, sir. Um, sound like you were in your car, but I understand you're busy delivering the freshness. We love Subway here, by the way, on this show. We've always been massive fans of Subway. We love it. So, absolutely, we'd be happy to eat fresh with you and... Um, you know, talk about how much we love the super freshness of all the products that you do sell there at Subway, which are so delicious. And um, yeah, we're all we're all big fans here. I just got got off the phone with all the network personalities. They all love it. I love it more than all of them. But that's nothing that we need to hold against them. They're good people, and um, absolutely. So get your people in touch with my people, and we'll set it up. Next caller. Hi, this is that same Subway representative. I just listened to episode 12 of the Packernet After Dark podcast, and uh, never mind. Okay, well, uh, you, sir, are a fraud, and your sandwiches suck. They taste like dead cats. Next caller, uh, we got Emilio from Tennessee. How's it going, Mr. Schlipp? Hey. Uh, just a couple questions here, Emilio from Tennessee. Um, first off, just got done landscaping here. Nice. Uh, I know you did that here in a past life. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the maximum, you know, amount of yards you've done uh, in a day? Um, and then maximum yards in a day. I don't really remember what I was, what I was pulling back in the day. Um, I, 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 I want to say a number, but maybe it's absurd. I don't know. I, I guess I don't know. There's two numbers that are in my head that are very different numbers. One is 12 and one is 20. So I don't remember. I remember we did a lot of lawns. So I, I don't, I don't know. Next up. The second question. Haven't heard from the half Mexican lawyer in a while. Uh, definitely do miss Blaine. We got into a, a pretzel discussion hmm. uh, on draft day. Uh, just checking in on him and uh, love the show. Appreciate uh, Mrs. Schlipp uh, for coming up 
with this idea. You have a good one, man. Go Pat, go. Well, I will definitely pass that along to my wife, um, assuming she's not listening. And I better remember because if she listens and I don't tell her, then we're all in trouble. Blaine is a, he's a very busy man. He's got his own law firm and everything. He's a super important person and doesn't need to be, um, you know, with us commoners, I guess. But yeah, I, I would assume that was a pretty awesome pretzel discussion. Well, we've gone um, several several calls in. We have not gotten to Tom Austin yet, so uh, it looks like <laughs> so. Yesterday, Tom called and said he was going to do three calls, three questions each call, and the questions, in my opinion, and clearly I was mistaken, sounded like he was running out of things to talk about, and I mentioned that. And he got mad at me, and now I see that I have four calls from Tom. So we will do what we usually do and space these out, but let's get to Tom's first call on the Thomas Austin Show. Hello, this is Thomas Austin in the morning. Coming <laughs> I, at you partially live? Well, I'm coming not at even you live, close to live. hear my voice on a much later time. Yep, and they'll hear it's mine totally later, too. Yep. All right, so first question. Several layers. You bring any other athlete from any other league to join the Green Bay Packers, who would you choose? Sorry, I've got to turn it up. That's, That's you it? You can go as wild as you okay. want, or you can go as boring as you want. That's okay. All right. Second. All right. I don't watch other sports, so I don't know. And I sorry about the bidding, but i got to turn it up because it looks like it's a little quiet. We're going to bidding one more time. There we go. In the future, it should be louder now. Um. I don't know, man. I, should I just say LeBron because I don't know anything? I can't name... I don't know if I could name another basketball player. I know LeBron's a freak. He's bragged about how he could be a great football player. Maybe he could. He could be a tight end or something. Um, I don't even know wrestlers anymore, you know? The ones that I know are so old they can barely walk. Uh, I don't know any baseball players, and I don't care. I don't want to know. I don't know any soccer players. I don't want to know. Uh, I don't know anything about tennis. I don't really know golf at all. There's the heavyset guy that drinks a lot of Diet Cokes, and then there's Tiger, who I don't know what he's doing these days, but I don't want him playing football. I know that much. Um, I don't know hockey. I don't know NASCAR. I don't know sumo wrestling. I did know one of the guys, but then I forgot, and plus he's probably, you know, old or something. I don't know. Could do arm wrestling. I know several arm wrestlers, which is really weird that I'm telling you I don't know anything, but I could name several arm wrestlers. I could try them out at quarterback. They got strong arms. Just go with Devin Larratt. See if he can see if he can sling it around. Maybe John Brzezink. His career is kind of down in the tubes as far as arm wrestling goes, but he's still jacked. I don't know. For the sake of not being boring, let's say John Brzezink. If you want boring, then we'll go with LeBron. Next question. Question. So if Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos mm-hmm. come out swinging at people, yeah, just absolutely knocking balls away, yep. intercepting people, do you? How long do you think it'll take before the media and you know the talking heads mm-hmm. start giving them a little respect? Because <laughs> man, it's it's they're Packers, so obviously I'm not expecting anyone to ever give them credit for anything, but. I feel like they have a really good chance of being just this superstar duo, more so than what they've already have been. Question. So 
It's actually kind of an interesting question because Amos has been that guy before. He's been like, uh, you know, one of the top safeties in football and he wasn't wasn't and has never been recognized as a premier safety in the NFL. Good safety, sure, but never like top three, whatever, with the big name guys. But I do think you're kind of onto something with the way in which they do it is it has to be the duo. Maybe Darnell Savage could do it by himself because he hasn't like established a name for himself like Amos has. Like he kind of friend zoned himself. The media likes him, but they don't really love him. If Savage breaks out, maybe they'll give him some love, but it'll just be one year. So it'll he'll have to go into the sort of, um, you know, that trial phase where you go through the one year. It was like, that was a good year, but we're not going to call you one of the premier safeties until we know that you're whatever, which is fair. So that, so that wouldn't even count. So I think it needs to be the duo. And what you're going to hear is that it's the best safety duo in football. And it probably has to be in conjunction with a really good defense. Because the way that this works is the Packers defense is really good. It draws the attention to the Packers defense. And people are saying, this is a really good Packers defense. And then on top of that, if it's sort of headed up by those two, then it'll be this is the best safety duo in football. That's the way that that goes. I think there's several layers to it because even if it's just those two, but other areas they you know they kind of struggle. Nobody wants to give the Packers defense any credit. Like if Aaron Rodgers comes out and he has a good day, it'll be like yeah, Rodgers is a stud because it's already baked in, right? Everybody already knows he's great. But everybody also thinks the Packers defense sucks, always has sucked, and always will suck. And most of those things are true. Maybe all of them. I don't know. We'll find out how this year goes. But they've got a little bit of a head of steam because the media is starting to, it's, it's becoming a trendy thing to say the Packers are going to have a good defense, which makes me nervous because now I'm thinking they might not. But they've already got that. So then you get a couple games under your belt. Fortunately, we got the Vikings. Well, the Vikings might be tough, but you got the Bears mixed in. The first couple games, there's a, there's a couple games where maybe you could turn some heads. But you get, you get the good defense, then you get the good duo, and that'll be, the, that'll be the title, best safety duo in football. I think that's as good as it gets, though. And I think you have to have all those pieces in place. That's that's my thought on it. Number three. Yeah. I, someone's is. giving me a grill uh, for my house, which I just recently moved into. A girl or uh, a grill? What would be a good first thing to try to cook on there? We got to be real specific here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said grill, but I, I'm not positive. All right. I'll catch you later. Bye. Um... Well, I don't know what kind of grill it is. I'm guessing it's like a Weber grill, because otherwise you would have probably specified, you know, if somebody got you like a big smoker, you'd have been like, oh, we got, if, if you're just saying grill, it's either like a Weber or it could have been a gas grill. So I'm thinking it's a grill, which is sort of like direct flame type of thing. So um, depending on your financial situation, steaks, if you don't really have any experience with it, I, I'm going to stick with pork. Pork is easy. It's very forgiving. Right, it's not like a. I mean, steak is steak is delicious. It's it's forgiving insofar as even a bad steak is going to be pretty good. But you want to hit those temperatures kind of perfect. Pork is, I don't know. You don't cut it open and go, ooh, look at the color. That's not exactly perfect. The color doesn't matter. It's it's just about the juiciness and the flavor. So I would just go with pork chops, man. That's that's gonna. I, I hate that my que- my answer to the question is always pork chops, but that seems to be the answer to the question a lot of times. Thomas, thank you for calling into your own show. How many we got left here? We got one, two, three, four, five. I went out of order. Six more? We're getting dangerously close to halfway through. Let's do um, Goose, and then we might have to take a break, an early break, and see how this goes. But Goose, what do you got, man? 
Hey, Ryan. Goose here. Just thinking about Clinton's obsession with Roadhouse. Yeah. And it's not even the best Patrick Swayze film. True. He's wrong. You're going to get offended. Dirty Dancing Patrick Swayze <laughs> is best Patrick Swayze. Maybe followed by Red Dawn, then Roadhouse. So, stick that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen Dirty Dancing either, so I don't know. And I, I, I don't like to pick on Patrick Swayze per se, because the only thing that comes to my mind when I think Patrick Swayze is Point Break. And that is a fantastic movie. And what's his name? Bodie or Brody or whatever? That's a pretty sweet character. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on that. And I don't really care what happens in Roadhouse. I'm positive that Point Break Patrick Swayze is better than Roadhouse Patrick Swayze. And I tend to trust Goose, so I'm going to go Point Break, then Dirty Dancing, then Red Dawn, which I don't even know what that is, then Roadhouse, just based on the the summary that I read and the fact that it's, you know, stupid. Probably great, but, you know, stupid. So, yeah, uh, it sounds about right, Goose. We'll we'll, we'll get this order, and if you guys have any thoughts on that, on any other Patrick Swayze movies and their rankings... Go ahead and call in, let us know. But I, that's that's what we're going to start with, sort of our Patrick Swayze depth chart. PS1, Patrick Swayze 1 is um, point break, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, again, just for fear of ripping through these questions way too fast, we're going to take a break right here. Feel free to call in 608-501-0718. Call in, give me your rankings, give me your thoughts on training camp. Shoot me your questions. Could be about anything. I do not care. I'm just, I'm here for you. If you want to call in with your, um, your insecurities, talk to me about uh, being an introvert and hating people, I'm, I'm here for that all day. So anything you want to do. Otherwise, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. So I just got done listening to the podcast. Tom's awesome, by the way. Tom's awesome show. Hey. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, and what happened was I just got done with a full work day after a ton of just stops in the heat. My brain was a little fried. What do you do for work? Listen, 
Okay. I'm holding myself back with three calls, with three questions. Okay. I I took it back to help this, right. you know, other people I'm sorry. come and give a call. I could go the distance, <laughs> all right, with questions. All right. I can't stop. All right. Like, okay, I got one all right. coming to you right now. All right. Question number one. Yes. All right? All right. What is the nice. best non-Packers rivalry in the NFL, all throughout history. See, the history part makes it hard because I don't know history. So I'm, I'm going to alter your question, and I'm going to say what is the biggest historical rivalry? Because when I think about history, I'm thinking AFC North. That's just where my mind goes. I'm thinking Steelers and, I don't know, it's got to be Ravens maybe, something like that. But if I had to look at it right now... Um, let's see. You've got, so that AFC North is solid. Ravens, Steelers, makes sense. Um, I don't really care about the AFC East because it's always been Patriots. Even though the Bills are good now, it doesn't matter. It's just kind of a changing of the guard. AFC South could vanish into thin air, and I don't think anybody would notice. Um, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Broncos have become relevant in the last 30 seconds. I know I said right now, but I still, like, it hasn't materialized enough for there to be a rivalry that anybody cares about. Um, NFC East is pretty big. Cowboys, Eagles, although it's it's pretty, I don't know. I feel like they hate each other, but it's not a rivalry in which a lot of other people from the outside would look at it and go, oh, dang, it's about to go down. Maybe Cowboys, Eagles. But Washington and the Giants, just they're too stupid. Um, Seahawks, 49ers, Cardinals, Rams. I mean, it's it's a good division. But what game would I look at and be like, dang, you know, Seahawks and 49ers kind of, but the Seahawks suck so bad right now. Um, and most of these teams have been like historic. I mean, not the 49ers, but the Rams have been so historically garbage. Uh, the Cardinals have been so historically garbage. The Seahawks had their window of like five, six years where they were, you know, Legion of Boom, Russell Wilson, but that has since faded and prior to was trash. So, um, I don't know. I said I wasn't going to do historical, but I'd, who would be a rivalry right now that people care about? The NFC South? Everybody's so bad. It's it's so dominated by the Buccaneers. Um I think Raven Steel that that one gets me excited because that was back in I remember I don't remember when this was it was probably around 2000 or so I remember when I'm trying to remember the details of it but the, there were certain things in place where like the referees were scared people were scared of that game because they got so violent I don't remember if they like put new rules in place or what the case was but there were certain things in place where it was like a zero tolerance policy for those games because they were so incredibly violent. And I absolutely loved it. As much as I couldn't care any less about the AFC anything, as, you know, especially the AFC North. And I don't know that the, well, the Ravens were dominant. I don't know that anybody else was any good back then, but it was just such a bloodbath and it was so much appreciated. Um, so that, that one comes to mind. Otherwise, I guess Dallas and the Eagles, and, and that's kind of a rivalry today too. They're both, possibly pretty good but yeah i can't i can't really think of like what today would be a really big rivalry game i know that people would make things out to be rivalries but there's not much here teams that are like historic rivals that are still which technically bears packers i mean it's just a historic rivalry 
it's not a current rivalry. So even that doesn't really make the cut. So I, I guess somewhere in there is an answer. Figure it out for yourself. I'm sorry. What is the best one yep. non-Packers related? Question number two. My answer. That pool party idea sounds pretty good. However, I do believe that yep. you should be in the basement. So how would you entertain yourself inside that basement? Question. Well, I, I, that's that's the whole point of the whole introverted thing is I'm fine in the basement. Like it's not, I guess if you're just curious, I I don't know. I mean, I got a TV in the basement. I I dig TV, man. I will binge television shows and I'll bust out the laptop or maybe I'll just bring the TV in my office. I don't know why. Do I have to be in the basement? It's fine. I'll, I'll bring the TV in my office. I'll set it up. I'll binge some TV. I'll do some podcasts. I'll hang out. It'll be a good time. I'll be fine. Don't worry about me. I'm, I don't need you. Number three is, let's say the Packers went a little crazy and they cut off all the wide receivers that they currently have for whatever reason. Okay. Look at the free agency and try Ugh. and build a decent core group of people. Also, you can make trades. Okay. But let's say they get rid of every single wide receiver. You rebuild that. I'll be back later. I'm insulted now. Ooh, you got me. You got me fired up. All right. Fair enough. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, give me Fuller, OBJ, and do I need to give details? Or I mean, I don't want to do any of this, but can I just trade for uh, for Debo? Fuller be my deep threat. OBJ will be like my kind of, I don't know, extra slot. I don't, I don't, I, I, it doesn't matter. Do I need more than three? Fuller, OBJ, and I, I understand OBJ is injured. Um, so I might need another, but I guess I don't care. We'll just we'll just not ever have three wide receivers. So there you go. There's my answer. Let's kick it over to uh, Monsieur Davy Boy. Hey BJ, Davy Boy. Hi, here. who's BJ? Um, I am a little concerned about Ryan. I think the Uh-oh. dude might have some sort of non-sexual man crush on the Chicago Bears. Oh boy. I mean, it's like. Yeah, I know we're starving for Packer news and the camp is just barely getting underway, but yeah. I swear to God, the last five or six podcasts, Ryan has given more time to Hub Arkish and Rokon Smith than he has to Packer news. And uh... Pause. I've talked about Hub once, and I referred to him a second time because somebody called in. Roquan, I don't know what, why I talked about Roquan, but it's, that's false. So I'm concerned, JP, and... Uh, Who is JP? Jason Pierre-Paul? JJ? Are we talking about J... Didn't you say BJ the first time? Now it's JP? Who are you? If, you know, if I were Ryan, I'd spend more time dissecting, like, the Rams and the Bucks and the 49ers. These are... The Rams and the Bucks and the 49ers aren't in our division. The teams we need to get past in the playoffs. Bears... <sighs> They don't even deserve the oxygen Ryan is giving them. You want to, you know, the Bears. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I'll do. I will talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and how they're a better team than us and how hard it's going to be to beat them. And then we'll see how many people want me to keep talking about the Buccaneers as opposed to how, how I keep talking about the Bears and how much they suck. You really want me to spend all this time talking about how much better Tampa Bay is than us as opposed to laughing at the Chicago Bears? We'll take a poll and we'll see how, uh, how many people love that strategy. You know what you want? You want a gunny sack full of bricks and, and, you know, tie them into the gunny sack and throw them in the creek. That's what I want to do with the Bears. Agreed. And I, yeah, exactly. 
I feel like that's what I do on the podcast regularly. You know, even when Ryan says the Bears are going to suck, which of course they are, yep. um, I don't believe he believes himself. Like, I think he's got, like, some black velvet photo of Dick or George Hallis hanging over his microphone or something. It's like... See, again, this is this is kind of what I talk about with, like, the introvert thing where people that don't understand just assume, like, you... It's not true that you're different. What it is is you're exactly like me, and I have to process what it would take for me to be like you. Like for me being me, and because you're exactly like me, to get to the point where I say that, and so it would have to be like an obsession and a fear. Nope, I'm telling you the truth. I have no reason to lie. I do it because I love it, because it makes me happy to say the bears suck. And I don't know why that's such a weird thing. There's so many people that are so freaked out about that. Like, it's like, why do you keep saying the bears suck? It's like they're getting offended. You keep saying it. Stop saying the bears suck. Okay, sorry. I, sorry I've offended you. Uh, he's under a spell. So here's my suggestion, okay. JT. I Who? think... We Did you say snap- JT now? Who is this person we're talking to? I'm out of this kind of catatonic, you know, trance he's in about the monsters of the midway. I've never used that term. And you know what? We can also deal with his tragic aversion of vegetables all at once. So that will never happen. Here's here's the deal. You tell him his. And what do you mean tragic? Tragic aversion to vegetables? Good lord! You have a tragic aversion to cyanide. Choice is either he eats an entire bowl of fresh, creamy coleslaw, or. He can spend four hours restrained in a chair, locked in a soundproof booth, with Hub Arkish waxing poetic about the Chicago Bears. You t- Wait, I have to choose one of these two things? I'm confused. Go ahead. Finish it out, and then we'll see where you're headed with this. Tell him that, JR. JR. You tell him. Coleslaw, <laughs> private time with Hub. Who are you talking to? The power of Christ compels you. Who is JR? So lost. Um, I mean, if, if I have to choose, I'd, I'd love to be... Li- I don't know why I'm restrained. Is Hub Arkish restrained? Because I'm worried that I'm restrained and he's not and what's going to happen. But I would love to have him in a room so that I can... I mean, that, that kind of plays into my obsession with the Bears, doesn't it? Because I can tell him his team sucks and laugh at him and mock him and ridicule him. And again, I'm worried a little bit about my safety being restrained and all, but I feel like it'd be fine. I would certainly choose that over... Um, coleslaw and and again i don't understand because you're not the only one this feeling of stop picking on the bear i don't know if this is like bears fans that are calling in and pretending that they're packer fans that just want to like you know pretend that it's this weird obsession and the only reason you would do this is, you know it's like when you go on twitter and you say how the bears suck and you're like wow rent free bro like rent free no it's just, it's funny I, I laugh because it's funny how stupid you are that's that's all i guess you know Am I upset? Yeah, I'm upset. I am. I am obsessed with how much they suck. I am. That's true. And as I've said, I'm also obsessed with things that are untrue. And there are certain things that are discrepancies between what the general pop- populace thinks and what is reality. And Roquan is one of the biggest ones. And so I'm stuck on that. Justin Fields used to be, but I don't think it is anymore. So I don't really care as much about Justin Fields. Roquan, big time care. But I've also recently said that their offensive line has presumably been revamped. I mean, that's depending on if the two guys that they brought in actually win the starting jobs. Got a decent enough running back. Justin Fields looked good in camp. That's This is on the podcast for tomorrow, which is already recorded. Justin Fields looked good in camp. Wide receivers look like garbage, but you know, that's a separate issue. 
So it's not just trashing them. It's, it's again, I'm, I know nobody believes this or understands this, but I'm telling you, I have a really hard time letting go of people that are just unbelievably wrong, and I'm just never going to let it go. And yes, I'm going to rub it in Bears fans' faces all day, every day, and I'm never going to stop. And I do it to Vikings fans when they get a little carried away, but they're just not right now. I think they're in a place of being somewhat reasonable. Here's our team. We'll see how it goes. I'm generally optimistic, but it might kind of suck. And I'm looking at them going, yeah, that seems about legit. Lions fans, exact same thing. I don't know. We might suck. We might be kind of good. Hard to tell so far. We'll have to see how this all plays out. Yep, sounds about right. Even Bears fans largely are like, our team probably sucks, but we might be good. Yeah, that's pretty pretty legit. But then when they explain why they might be good, they point to Roquan, and then I lose my absolute freaking mind. That's all. And as a final note on this, because again, I've had many people reach out and tell me, I, pr- I love the feedback so much, but it will not change. I'm sorry. And so I'm simultaneously not going to eat coleslaw, and I'm not going to say that the Bears suck. But I will make it a point to start telling you about really good teams that we lose to in the playoffs every year, because that seems to be what Davey Boy wants, to rehash that. All right, we got four calls. Two of them are Tom, so let's go back to Tom. Hello, this is Hoagie Howard calling in from Chicago. Sorry, I've got a couple of questions. <laughs> Question number one, what team do you think is going to kick the Packers out of the playoffs this year? <laughs> I, I it's funny because you're being goofy but some of these are actually pretty good questions um well there, there there's been a track record of losing to a team in the regular season and in the postseason so i'm looking right at tampa we play them in week three um so that would be probably number one on my list 49ers maybe just because there's a tradition there of losing to them in the postseason that will all depend on their quarterback but you know we'll see the Rams are a possibility. Um, we haven't really had a lot of problems beating the Rams, so that seems relatively unlikely. Um, I think the Cowboys are a possibility. I'm looking at them to regress, but they could still be there, and they certainly have some firepower and a scary maybe pass rush, which is kind of a big defining factor in things that suck for us. But I think Tampa has to be the top answer as of right now. We'll see how they do as a team. They lost their center. We'll see what Tom still has left in the tank, which seemingly never runs dry because he has a deal with the devil and whatnot. What's your next question? Question number two. Why green and gold? Why, 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 why can't they come up with better colors for this team? I mean, it's so just, I, I can't, it's, oh, it just, it, it grinds my gears. I don't know what you're saying. And then the next. Um, yeah. So, why green and gold? Come on, just be it. You're scraping, man. You're scraping here. Why green and gold? I don't know, because uh, I, don't, I, I, I really don't know. There are better color combinations, that's true. There are also worse color combinations. The Vikings are purple. I don't know why we get so much crap. They're purple. They're a football team and they're purple. It is a quarter step better than pink, okay? So I don't want to hear about the Packers' colors. The Vikings are purple. Next question. Question. Is uh, how long is it going to be until Aaron Rodgers actually becomes a man <laughs> coming out here looking like a movie character? Come on now, we could do better than that. All right, I'm called back sometime in the future. You have a good time or not. Nah. Well, uh, that was maybe the worst Chicago accent I've ever heard. Um, I, I, I have a feeling that you were trying to replicate the SNL skit because it sounded like you were just choking on a sausage, which is what was was happening in that skit. But 
Anyways, when is he going to become a man? I mean, in terms of... I can't believe I'm actually taking these questions seriously. In terms of wanting things to head in a different direction for Rodgers, it seems like he's headed in a direction, and there's no turning around. And so the direction he's going with the weird tattoos and the man buns and the panchakarma cleanses and that type, he's going further and further in that direction, and I don't really see it turning around. So the, the question of becoming a man, and I'm not saying I agree with the sentiment that he's not a man and hasn't become one or anything like that. I'm just, I'm just answering the question to the best of my ability to understand your question to begin with, is that there will not be a time in which you deem him a man, Mr. Sausage-Choking Chicago Bears fan. All right, why don't we kick it over to Jacob, and then we will once again end with Mr. Thomas Austin. Hey, Slip, it's Jacob again. So now that we are on two consecutive days of Romeo Dobbs showing up and uh, other wide receivers like Lazard balling out, Winfrey balling out, is it safe? Are we allowed to start the hype, or are you going to bring your pack daddy negative energy and completely drill us back down to being humble? But uh, anyways, if Clayton needs any other Claytonisms, is what I call them. Uh, I looked up a few that are good here. She's prettier than a mess of fried catfish, hornier than a two-peckered billy goat. He was drunker than Cooter Brown on the 4th of July. I don't know who that is. He couldn't hit the ground if he fell twice. Busier than a one-armed monkey with two peckers. <laughs> Neither than a pack of wild dogs on a three-legged cat. All right, have fun with that. Bye. I like how you looked them up. You already read them. You already saved them, so there's like a second time where you have to, you know, copy and paste it over there, and then you're going through to read them for like a third time, and you still started laughing at that one. <laughs> that one just gets you every time, I can tell. Um, I'm not sure how I want to handle the Romeo Dobbs thing. Again, I, I usually just feed off everybody else. If I think the hype is too much, I pull back. If it's not enough, I move forward, but I'm, I'm definitely moving in the hype direction. I'm very guarded. I don't want to get into crazy territory, but as I think I'm talking about tomorrow, I'm so lost on what days I do what, but on the podcast tomorrow, my thought is, and and we got to see when Sammy Watkins comes back, because I'm I'm at the point right now, I don't want him to come back right now. I want him to come back eventually, but I want to see what, I I want Dobbs to keep these opportunities coming, and I'm scared that he may get knocked back a peg, because I'm at the point right now where I think the head coach, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, whoever, they need to really look at this and say, Stokes can't hang with Dobbs. He can't. Jair has completely shut down Lazard. I mean, he, he caught one pass early, and then you have not heard Lazard's name or Jair's name all day. Presumably, that's because Jair and Lazard are locking horns, and, Liz, and Jair is just absolutely erasing him. I don't know that to be 100% true, but that's kind of where I'm at. But the point is, Stokes can't hang with Dobbs. And so I'm looking at it saying, all right, Lazard, you go hang with Stokes for a little bit. Dobbs, you go hang with Jair for a little bit, or vice versa. Jair, you go follow Dobbs, because I just want to know. And if he gets completely shut out, good. Keep him there. Keep working it. Keep, you know, because that's what you got to do with a lot of these guys. You know, we did that to Jair, and we did it to Stokes when when the offense was the dominant force. You put him up against Devontae, and you kind of put him through the ringer. Well, Dobbs is coming out, and he's kind of just embarrassing this defense. And so I'm looking at it going, all right, Jair, we're going to put him to the ultimate test. And you absolutely for, and if he starts winning, I don't care about nothing. I'm going to freak out. I don't care if there's no pads, none of that. I don't care. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to jump on the hype train. I'm going to be, it's going to be reckless abandoned. I'm just going to jump on the train. I'm going to be riding it like uh, under siege too, man. I'm just going to be riding the top of that thing. 
you know, like when they walked on it, some, that one scene. If he's kind of humbled by Jair, then, you know, it, it doesn't mean he's bad or anything. It's freaking Jair Alexander, but it's still kind of like, all right, we've kind of balanced out. And if it ends up, even if it ends up being a battle, now we're looking at it going, what, what do we do right now? I mean, it's a good problem to have, but it is a problem because we've already crowned Lazard wide receiver one. And I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but I'm just, we're just living in the theoretical right now. He's already been crowned. He's the guy. And now we got Rodgers, who is building rapport with Romeo Dobbs. We're seeing Rodgers hitting Dobbs on back shoulder fades. <laughs> you know, stuff that usually you don't get with really young fourth round guys or whatever. Over Eric Stokes, who was a first round pick going into year two. He's producing. And this is the other point I made. Lazard is on the field. Samori Ture is on the field. Winfrey is on the field. Randall Cobb is on the field. Amari Rodgers is on the field. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are on the field. Mercedes Lewis, Josiah DeGuara, Tyler Davis, all of these guys are on the field. And whose name do we keep hearing over and over and over? Romeo Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs. So I think it's a requirement. And I know tomorrow there is no training camp. So we'll see if if Sammy comes back on, um, what, Saturday? But he needs to get some Jair time. And maybe he's already had a bunch and we just haven't seen it because Jair has already locked him down. I don't know. But we need more of that because we, we just got to see. Because again, he's he's making quick work of Stokes. And that's kind of a big deal. It's also a Stokes test, too. If you put Lazard over there and Lazard starts carving him up, it's like, all right, what the heck is going on with Stokes now? But if, you know, Stokes and Lazard are kind of hanging and, and again, Jair and, and Dobbs is somewhat of a competition, then it's like, this is, this is becoming a thing. Again, we got to wait until the pads come on and all that stuff, but you can't ask for anything better. I mean, I've seen the term mossed two years in a two days in a row out of two out of two days. The term mossed has been used for Romeo Dobbs. He mossed, I forgot, I think it was Ento week, uh, week one, the training camp one. He mossed Stokes today. So here's here's where I'm at officially on your question. Anybody that wants to overhype Dobbs right now, I'm not going to I'm not coming after you because I'm kind of just sitting back waiting to see how this unravels and I'm certainly not in the position to go you guys are being ridiculous because what he's doing right now is ridiculous. So if you want to go crazy and be like he's the answer, which people have been doing all the all the, all the while and I've been kind of like all right, let's pump the brakes a little bit, like maybe he'll be good but it would be a long shot. But now that he's doing this, I'm just going to step back and kind of let this thing play out. And if you want to say he's he's the answer, go ahead and say it. If you want to say he's going to be, this is nothing, this is two days with no pads, and he's going to be relegated to the trash heap or what, whatever you, I don't care. I don't care. I, I, I am excited, and I'm going to wait and see, and you can have whatever opinion you want. But I do want to see him up against Jair. I do want to see him in the pads, and I'm very excited to see how this how this all materializes. Because once in a while, as much as I talk about, you know, the fans get excited about somebody and it, it doesn't materialize, and it's like, I told you, once in a while there is a fan favorite that I'm sitting there saying, you guys need to relax, and he blows up, and I'm like, eh, you freaking guys nailed it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the whole stop clock thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't mean to say, you know, I'm just saying, when you, when you have 75 favorites every year, one of them's bound to hit, but yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I don't have a clear direction, but I'm moving in a clear direction for sure. We got a new call from Garrett out of SIU, so we're going to go Tom first. He's not going to close us out. Then we're going to hit uh, Garrett over at uh, SIU. Tom, hit me with question four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I decided to get all of uh, my calls in this morning. Okay. Uh, just because it just felt well. My morning's kind of got a little shot, so. I'm sorry. Oh, by the way, it's Tom Thompson, Tom Thompson. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. And Ryan, thank you for hosting. Yep. Um, first question, 
is uh, what's uh, can we get an update on the whole you know you fixing that dishwasher? All right. Yeah. I, uh, okay. I um I did fix the dishwasher, so uh, nailed it. Two. I want you to rank these five fast food places. Oh boy. I'm on a fast food kick. I'm getting Wendy's for lunch today. That's fine. I'm, I'm getting hungry. However, I go so let's there do this. because it's just the quickest thing to pick up. Whatever. Yep. So you got McDonald's. Okay. Burger King. Yep. Taco Bell. Okay. Hardee's. Ooh. And like I said, Wendy's. All right. Why Taco Bell's in there? Eh, I passed it up and I thought, hey, make it five. Question. All right. So. I think we're going to just put Burger King in the bottom right away. I, I I think they get too much disrespect. I actually like their burgers. I think they're fine. Their fries suck, though. The fries are garbage. So, you know, if, if I'm going to get a burger, and then that's the other, a lot of these other places have better burgers. I would rather have a Burger King burger than a McDonald's burger, but the fries alone, plus I'm, I'm getting nuggets either way, so it doesn't matter. So I know Burger King is at the bottom. What else do we got here? We got... Taco Bell, McDonald's, Wendy's, Hardee's. I'm trying to think. Hardee's is super underrated. They might have my favorite burger of that group. I think in terms of burgers, it would be Hardee's, then Wendy's, then Burger King, then McDonald's. And obviously Taco Bell does not have that. But if we're talking fries, McDonald's, then maybe Hardee's, because I think they have the curly fries, which maybe is cheating, but that's fine. Then I guess Wendy's, then Burger King. I don't really know. I do like T-Bell, but... I have not had it very often, and my experience with Taco Bell recently, of like the two times I've had it since college, and I used to eat it like three times a week when I was in college because it was down the street at Whitewater and I was in need of, of greasy food a lot, is that it's really not great when you're not under the influence. So I may have a skewed view of Taco but it is, it is quite good. Um, it's hard not to put McDonald's at the top just because of the, the nuggets, the fries, the burgers are adequate. They got some extra, like a chicken sandwich is good once in a while. They got the breakfast. Breakfast is key. I think McDonald's goes at the top just for that reason. <sighs> I do like Wendy's, man. Wendy's burgers. I get the triple bad boy. You know, it's, you open up the wrapper and it's like see-through. And I don't know where to put Taco Bell in this mix. Kind of kind of a, I'm just going to say McDonald's, Hardee's. Eh. As of right now, Wendy's, then Taco Bell, then Burger King. If, if I had to sort it now. But you catch me on a different day, Taco Bell could be number one. Who knows? Um, Culver's belongs in the conversation. They probably shoot up to number one, but they're not in the conversation. So it's a real fluid thing. I, I, I honestly don't know. But that's, that's going to be my ranking because we probably need to move off fast food. I spend more time on that than, than I talk about Roquan. Number three, what is your, uh, like, uh, your, your layout for your podcast area? What does that look like? Because I, like I said, in one of the things I recently moved, mm-hmm. and now I got a basement. And I've been told that part of that basement is split up in like four rooms. Okay. One of that's going to become a man cave. Yeah. And so I, uh, well, I you, I call in all the time. You yeah. Know, I can talk oh, I forever. Right. Uh, so I'm thinking about doing a podcast. I don't okay. know what about, but just trying to get things off my mind, talking to myself. Might as well do something with. I. You should start a podcast because that's literally, you are like me. I mean, you got a different mind with as far as the questions go, but as far as like I can just sit and ramble in my own brain for hours, that's me. And yes, you should start a podcast. That's it. So I'm just curious. What does that look like? Sorry for the rambling. All right. Okay. 
I'm going to be glad to hear what you have to say later. Bye. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I, I had these real big plans of having this really cool looking office. I just, I suck at decorating and most of it just doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I don't care. So I got a green screen hung behind me really poorly, you know, just for when I do video stuff and I can do a lazy background. I want to do something cool, but I'm just, I'm never going to end up doing that. So it doesn't matter. Um, I hung these little foam pads and like cool designs and stuff, you know, not, I mean, it's, it's checker pattern. It's not really a cool design, but that was going to have like a cool feel and ambiance and whatnot, which it's, it's more for trying to reduce echo, but it didn't do that. And I bought a new microphone and now, now it's all better. So I don't really need it, but there's that. Um, I also put a bookshelf in here partially because it's an office, partially because it was also supposed to reduce echo. Otherwise it's become a storage area for my grilling stuff. It's become a second storage area for my clothing. Like my winter stuff is down here. And then I've noticed an accumulation of other people's junk being stored in my office as well. So, um, I guess I wouldn't get too hung up on it. Get a computer, and there's a desk with a computer also. Get a desk that can hold, you know, a monitor, two monitors, three monitors, whatever kind of ambition you have as far as monitors. Uh, computer, keyboard, microphone. Doesn't need to, just it doesn't need to be fancy, dude. Computer, microphone, and you're set. And that's it. Office nailed it. All right, final final call now. Again, Garrett from SIU. Hey, Ryan, this is Gary again from uh, Southern Illinois, uh, home of SIU Salukis. Pause. Been there many times. Um, when I went to school in Illinois, I obviously left and went to Wisconsin because that's what I wanted to do, but a large contingent of my friend group went down to SIU. It was like me and one other guy went to Wisconsin because his dad like owned Harley dealership, and so he was going to go do that. Um, but everybody else went to SIU. And so we would drive from Wisconsin all the way down to SIU, which is a grueling drive. But um, that was sort of my first introduction into the college partying experience. That was my first time with um, the term pre-gaming, which seemed absurd to me that you would, you know, drink before you go drink. First time with, uh, actually, it wasn't my first time with beer pong. That's not true. But a lot of different things. And it was a heck of an experience. And I really can't elaborate on any of the stuff that happened. I wish I could because it was a lot of fun. But you've been there, and Saluki's is the dumbest. We went to the football game. That is the dumbest mascot in the world. But, you know, I'm sure it's a great dog. Anyway, sorry, continue. I'll just call him back again and say that uh, it's a rainy day here. Listen to your podcast while I'm delivering the mail. And uh, you deliver the only time team? I really do get dogs barking at me is when, actually, when I'm playing JJ's podcast. So I uh, can't really figure out what's going on there. But, uh, Getting some good news from uh, training camp, listening to uh, some other guys talk about dubs and how he might actually uh, be uh, really, really good. So I'm, I'm impressed with that and hoping for the best and uh, looking at the potential of what he might be able to bring to the team. So really excited about that and uh, just hoping that we get some of uh, these other guys healthy and just want to see what you think about uh, – Overall, what we lost him. What you think about? Sorry, breaking up. What you think about uh, Watson missing and uh, how much that really could hurt him in the long run with chemistry with Rogers? All right, man, Ryan, I'm out. Take good care of uh, up there the West Wisconsin uh, cheese curds. Dude, I got to get some cheese curds going too. You guys get me. See, I'm trying to behave like during the day. 
I've been working out like in between because I got like the podcast stuff. I got two podcasts. So I do a podcast, then I work out, and then I do like article stuff, and then I work out, and then I do this podcast, and everything's going great. And then you guys get me all jacked up for food, and then I go upstairs in this debauchery. So just ruin all my afternoons, and it's your fault. But um, I, I do apologize for the dogs attacking you when JJ plays through your, you know, through your speakers. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him about that. But my thoughts on Watson missing time. I mean, you mentioned it after you mentioned uh, Romeo Dobbs. I, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but in terms of you know Dobbs taking his job, which is a thing that a lot of people are talking about, I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily a concern. I guess it kind of depends. I mean, we're we're so far out from that. But as I had mentioned, I think on the podcast tomorrow, in terms of styles of receiver, I think Lazard is the number one. Then you have. Um, Sammy Watkins and Romeo Dobbs, essentially assuming things continue the way they are, competing for that voided Alan Lazard role. And I think Christian Watson is the MVS. And I don't think he has any competition as far as being the next MVS. So I think his his job is largely secure. But um, is he going to be hurt by missing out on time with Rodgers? Yeah, definitely. The problem is if he misses training camp and preseason and all that, there's no time to kind of go through the the uh, the training wheels session where you know he does something wrong and Rogers can kind of very gently tell him, hey, you got to start working on this, you got to do this, and the coaches can talk to him and all that stuff. What's going to happen is he's going to go out there, he's going to make a mistake, Rogers is going to be furious, and he's not going to look at him again because it's a game now. And that's kind of my biggest concern is, yeah, there's there's the desire to just make him MVS, but you know, if, if he's not ready, then he's not ready. And there's no point in putting him on the field if he's a liability, especially if Rodgers doesn't even want to look at him because he's dropping passes or he's not quite running routes right or anything, that kind of stuff. So um, I think it's important most of all to just kind of get the kinks out in training camp. If there's any, because it's, Rodgers can be much more forgiving. He'll be mad and he'll, he'll chew you up, but he'll continue to throw to you, probably throw to you more in training camp. And that's the important part. We have to get you up to speed. So we're going to put you against our best corners. We're going to throw at you a ton. We're going to force you to make mistakes so that we can get that out of your system so that you're ready in the regular season. Regular season, we don't do that anymore. We don't have time for that. We, we only throw to the best possible option, and that ain't you. So yes, I think it's a, a massive liability in terms of his ability to perform in year one. Long-term prognosis. I think it's fine. I think there's a really good chance that Dobbs and Christian Watson can continue on this team for several years. To what degree, I don't know. But hopefully it it ends up being a a solid duo for many, many years to come. Anyways, I'm going to leave it at that. You folks have yourselves a fantastic day. I really appreciate all the calls. You have been listening to The Tom Austin Show. The Thomas Austin Show. So make sure you tune in tomorrow for more from the uh, JJ slash Thomas Austin Show slash kind of my show. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.